and welcome to another episode of Unbelievable. This week we have a celebrity special. It's the biggest budget yet. So sit back with your cup of tea and a glass of Prosecco and enjoy another episode of Unbelievable. We've got the glitz and glamour of the X Factor today, Emma. Okay, love the X Factor. It's a very socially relevant article as it's from 2014. <laughs> Is the article from 2014 or just a story? I think the article's from 2016, but it's referencing 2014 X Factor star. Way past prime X Factor. <laughs> That's not relevant at the time. Yeah, terrible viewing. Let's bring it in now. So we've got a story that is from Grant Coiler, 42, from Broadstairs, and he's writing in about his mate Stevie Ritchie, who mm-hmm. was a contestant that sort of fluffed his audition and forgot the words. I've not heard of him. Should I play a bit? Yeah, definitely not a classic. This is just him clicking <laughs> and them all looking confused. So that's the level we're talking okay. about. Yeah, terrible. Grant's written in, and this is called The Hex Factor. As the X Factor theme tune blasted out of my telly, I shook my head. This year, I wasn't going to get sucked in. But as I reached for the remote control to change channels, I caught sight of a familiar face on the box. Oh my word, it was my old mate, Stevie Ritchie. A keen singer myself, I'd auditioned for the X Factor a few years ago. Met Stevie then. He'd been auditioning too. Yep, so you <laughs> met him at the X Factor and you were shocked that you saw him on the X Factor. <laughs> He'd been auditioning too and we'd hit it off straight away. I'd been in working in Lanzarote at the time. This writing makes no sense. Flown (laughs) over for the audition, only I left my phone in the UK, so didn't realise I'd been shortlisted and missed the comeback call from the show's producers. There's absolutely no point in auditioning if you're not even going to check your phone. (laughs) That's just, what was the point in that? He's a true star. You're not a keen singer. He doesn't need them, Emma. They need him. I feel like there was no need for him to audition if he (laughs) genuinely did not care about the outcome. What a waste of time. It's a waste of time for everyone involved. (laughs) Also, I think... If you make friends with the crap people from the X Factor, you're probably crap as well because they're all singing in the in the waiting rooms, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Nervously practicing whilst Leona Lewis is just sitting quietly. <laughs> Disappointed, I decided to put it behind me, but I'd stayed in touch with Stevie. I picked up the phone now, dialed his number. You got through, I said as he picked up. Well done, thanks, but I haven't made it to boot camp. He said glumly. Actually, you'll be mentored by Simon Cowell and you'll get through to the live tour. I told him. <laughs> Sorry. He's <laughs> very confident in his friends. Yeah, exactly. For someone that left their phone in the wrong country. Get out of here. Stevie spluttered. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they just taking him for his word? Seriously, I insisted. You're the show's wild card this year. I've got your grandfather in spirit with me here. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We've got an absolute I really thought for once we weren't going to have a ghost or a past life. (laughs) Just once. If you have a sadly passed away grandfather, why is it his priority to sort of be on (laughs) Earth? To tell you what you... 
What, your mate? Yeah, I'm telling you. No, no. It's Stevie's grandfather. Wait, so why isn't he telling Stevie this? Why is he telling just some (laughs) random mate that he met once? He's telling this random bloke that he's going to get through to the live rounds as a wild card. (laughs) (laughs) You're obviously blessed with, like, so much knowledge in heaven. It's just ridiculous. What, so his name's Grant? Yeah, this is Grant has written in about Stevie. Also, if you've just auditioned for The X Factor and it's just been shown on air, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people calling you and I really don't think that you'd pick up from Grant, who was at The X Factor audition with you. Well... Like, surely family and close friends would be like, oh, I'm so happy for you, or you'd be on FaceTime, like, oh, it's my episode. Yeah, but we know what happens when you don't answer your phone. You miss out on getting called back by producers. (laughs) And just as I'd predicted, Stevie was brought back as a wild card. Mentored, of course by Simon Cowell. Not that strange if he's going to get brought back. <laughs> it's one of four. <laughs> you see, I'm a professional psychic medium. Have been for 32 years. Of course. I've read for all sorts of celebs, even Zayn Malik and Nal Horan. Is that how you say his name? Horan. Horan. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Sorry, we've got the, the One Direction super fan here. <laughs> <laughs> get it right, oh my god. I can right. I feel like I could almost guarantee that Niall and Zayn had no say if they were, if they did use a psychic medium. <laughs> the X Factor links always been there, but as I wasn't auditioning this year, I didn't expect to hear from the show. So I was shocked to get a call from Psycho Productions. Did he? He picked up this time. <laughs> Yay! His phone was with him. Can you come to the X Factor house? One of the show's producers asked me. We've got a problem. The boys from Stereo Kicks reckon the house is haunted. It's <laughs> oh, so many levels to this one. I just don't think any of this is true. <laughs> we might need you to perform an exorcism. <laughs> Intrigued, I headed to Essex where Stereo Kicks live together in a two million pound rented mansion. Why we need to know that, I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like I recognise the name Stereo Kicks. Who are they? Stereo so they were a manufactured band. They got put together, I think. Of course. <laughs> what a good bit to just randomly <laughs> select. The boy band consisted of eight lads. Casey, Tom, Reese, Jake, James, Charlie, Barkley and Chris, who'd been put together by Simon Cowell after they failed to make it through boot camp as solo artists. Classic. I don't know why he's writing in about this because this will all be no knowledge at the time. <laughs> no, but he's just clarifying that he's name dropping, isn't he? All these names that we wouldn't know and would never recognise if these people were singing on the street and said I'm from Stereo Kids. This is just one big brag, isn't it? The two million pound house that he goes to. But it's, it doesn't seem like a very good brag when you're visiting a house like that. <laughs> the brag is to be living in the house or to own it. Yeah, not that it's rented as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just to recap, so he's gone to the X Factor house to perform an exorcism. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, so genuinely, if Stereo Kicks or whoever they, these people are think their house is haunted and need an exorcism performed, but instead of hiring someone proper, <laughs> they contact an old contestant and go, oh, mate. <laughs> it's the obvious choice. He never got through. There's just loads of photos of him as well, just posing with, like, old X Factor contestants in the article. <laughs> Walking into the house, I didn't pick up on any negative energy. My hunch... <laughs> the story ends there. <laughs> <laughs> he just bragged about meeting stereo kicks. <laughs> My hunch was that the presence was in some way connected to one of the boys, maybe a relative. <laughs> it's been happening ever since we moved in, Jake said, his face pale. 
There have been bangs and lights flickering. We've heard knocking and seen the doors opening and closing by themselves, continued Charlie. Going upstairs to the boys' room, I immediately felt that it was the centre of the paranormal activity. (laughs) I set up my ghost hunting equipment round the house. EMF readers to detect any fluctuation in the electromagnetic field that might indicate spirits present. I know we're laughing, but I actually love all this stuff. (laughs) It's X-Factor ghosts. (laughs) I thought I hit the jackpot when I saw it. Then the boys and I gathered around for a seance. I like how they're the boys and I now. (laughs) Best mates with the lads. <laughs> no, just eight lads you've never met. <laughs> They'll be off the MAGA together. <laughs> I gathered round for a seance. The first spirit who came through to me was Casey's grandfather and the EMF readers <laughs> went mad. The spirits aren't trying to scare you, he said through me. They're attracted to your nervous energy. Well, there was certainly plenty of that. Must have been like an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> Next, we set up the Ouija board. The glass kept moving to James. I feel like it doesn't sound very professional, does it? No, he's just gone in and... He's just trying to summon anything. <laughs> yeah, it's not focused, is it? Yeah, and you know how normally they're really, really careful about Ouija boards and stuff? He's just got a load of eight lads sitting around holding hands. Loads of expert contestants. <laughs> what a sight. It sounds really dangerous, actually. Yeah, you shouldn't play with Ouija boards. It doesn't seem real. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> do you really think it is? <laughs> I think the presence is one of your relatives, I told him. I asked the spirit to make the candle flicker if I was right, and on cue the light spluttered. (laughs) The light spluttered? (laughs) Spluttered, yeah. Then I saw an old man's shadow behind James, his grandad who (laughs) wanted him to do well. I shut down the seance, moving the spirits on. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's so hard. He's like, hello, my lovely grandson. I just have a few moments to speak to my darling grandson. Get out! (laughs) That's so rude. (laughs) They just blow out the candles. (laughs) I put a golden light around the boys to protect and comfort them. Then we've got the subheading, a big success. I went along to the next round of live shows and Stereo Kicks did really well. Whatever you did, it gave them a buzzner lift, their parents told me. Stevie made it through to the final stages. He didn't win, but he'll be the most successful of that year's bunch of competitors. He'll do well for himself. Mm. The most successful bunch of that competitor seems like a really important <laughs> phrase. <laughs> he very well might be, doesn't mean we know who We've he is. never even heard of him. I'm, I'm imagining, what's his name? Steve. Steve Harvey. <laughs> Show me cow. <laughs> It went silent and then all I heard was, show me cow. (laughs) As for me, I'll carry on doing what I do best, working with spirit. Maybe singing the odd song. George Michael's A Different Corner is my jam. Will I I audition for The X Factor again? Wait and see. Right, okay, I feel like that went nowhere. It was just him saying how great all his mates were, but that they only succeeded because of his actions. But I'm, I'm, I hate to be... I know there's a lot to be sceptical about, but the one thing I am really sceptical about is that he's just some random guy that auditioned, didn't get through, and then now his mates with everyone in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was just quite odd and they just invited him back because he was a bit of a laugh. It almost feels like a weird fan fiction or something. Like... Yeah, <laughs> it does seem like a delusion. Um... <laughs> yeah. Like a weird dream. So that's the Hex Factor. 
I mean, when you said the hex factor, I thought there was someone going to be placing a curse or something on <laughs> I didn't know you just meant they were just going to communicate, use a Ouija board and talk to a dead granddad and then cut him off halfway through the sentence. <laughs> You'd be so gutted like, to have that moment with your granddad that I know. you miss loads, you both miss each other, you finally get this magical moment to speak to each other and then that... <laughs> Someone called Grant goes, no way. Grant shuts you down. But Grant just goes, moving on. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not about him for a second. Because he's not famous. Uh, how unbelievable do you think that is? Oh, none of that happened. None of it. He might have met well the fact he's got a photo with them actually <laughs> do you even believe that he had a call back from producers i don't really believe that that photo is real either <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't think any of that's real i really think you know saying oh i, I did get a call back but um i lost my phone it sounds a bit like all the boys that say oh, i would be playing for the premier league but i did my knee in <laughs> i do have a girlfriend at another school you <laughs> I don't think he got a call back. I don't think that they traipsed through records <laughs> two years later to say, oh, can you come to the house? Also, in the photos, he poses like a fan. <laughs> <laughs> he went to this Stevie Richie meeting. <laughs> yeah, and the fact, you know when people say, like, you can tell someone's lying because they give too much information. <laughs> the two million pound rented house feels wrong. <laughs> um... It's a flight of fancy, isn't it? About something quite minor. <laughs> yeah. That was not worth a double page spread. No. I don't think any of that happened. However, I did really enjoy it. X Factor, ghosts and hexes. <laughs> um, you'll put me in a corner, yeah? I think <laughs> I'll go eight. The shaman sense is tingling a little bit. Um, I, I've got... um. Picking up some, some like past past life uh, vibes coming from from you, Emma. Um, I can see. I'm picturing. I can see that you used to be um, you used to be like an old um, in a former life, you used to be an old um, milk lady that used to kind of carry milk on her shoulders and a bit like Oliver, you know, in the scene in the big posh borough, um, in the with a, you know, with a big big stick and the pints of milk I can see you doing that in a former life and um but what weird thing is is that you halfway through to kind of walking along the the streets with your milk delivering it you stop all of a sudden and you pick up pebbles from the floor and you just stuff them into your ears what's that about that's a bit weird like is that a thing like, did you have, like, were you hearing too much noise? Did you want to, like, soften your hearing a bit? Or did you have, a, like, a, a moment of madness? That's, like, crazy stuff. That's what I, that's what I see in former life. You're putting pebbles in your ears dressed as a milkmaid. That's a bit weird. That's given, that's made my hands ache. My hand, my whole arm's a bit aching now and my, my chin hurts. That's the power of going back into someone's past. Probably you probably pick up on something when you when you next time you um, like have a glass of milk or you pick up a pint of milk, you'll feel vibrations and you'll that's what it is. You'll know what it is now. That's what I see. That's the power in the boo. Okay, so my one 
is called Tomorrow's News Today, and it's from a okay. magazine from 2018. So <laughs> we'll see if any of this happened. Hunk Aiden Turner's heart is all over the place. Who? <laughs> I haven't got a clue. <laughs> Say his name again. Aiden Turner. He, he is, there's a photo of him, and he is a little bit of a hunk. Why but does I've never he seen sound him in so my normal? Life. That's like a boy from <laughs> primary school's name who would have holes in his jumpers. So the next one is, We all adored Amanda Henderson in Casualty, but a new script awaits. <laughs> okay. Again, that's not really predicting the future as an actress. <laughs> a new script will await. The X Factor is Sharon Osbourne, dot, 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 poorly. Question mark. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a threat. <laughs> that's not a prediction. Will the egg industry be about... No. <laughs> Will the egg industry be furious about another scare? No, that's not one. <laughs> yes. Acid rain creates havoc in our rivers. What are these predictions? <laughs> <laughs> It's like I they've opened up so a dictionary long. and then just chosen a word <laughs> to write a prediction about. An older man is taking Selena Gomez's mind off a younger model. What? Well, that never happened. <laughs> Police sketch helps to catch a terrorist suspect. That's just a part of everyday That's... life. What is this? <laughs> Wait for this one. <laughs> Wait. I'm not even laughing. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> Anthony Joshua is knocked out by his baby daughter. (laughs) (laughs) What? Parents are alarmed at the reports of a predatory man near school gates. Oh, God. (laughs) Doesn't say where. Just somewhere. (laughs) The most useless prediction of all time. Brits are shocked by the loss of another rock star. How many are there? (laughs) There's, There's two more. Big trouble for Big Ben. Is that? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't either. And and Katie, this is the final one that it has got so much emphasis on it that it's in its own little bubble. Are you ready? Is Chris Martin concerned? <laughs> I didn't hear a word of that. <laughs> is Chris Martin concerned about his mom? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely yep. useless That's the whole predictions. thing. Tomorrow's news today. So Jenna has been a practising medium since she was 15. She's assisted police on missing persons and murder cases. And that's it. That's all we've got. So does she actually give them any information or does she just say, yeah, a murder's happened <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> There's a predatory man near school gates. I mean... They're like, can you elaborate? No, I just love, is Chris Martin concerned about his mum? You tell me. You're the one bringing this up. <laughs> we can just raise any question we want if we're not going to actually answer it. <laughs> but you can also answer, she can go, no. So none of that happened. What's your prediction for tomorrow? Tomorrow's prediction today. Oh, well, sorry, just something yeah. ridiculously generic. There will be a, a mighty wind. <laughs> That's even too good though compared <laughs> to what that was. It, it may rain. <laughs> no, no, no. Will it rain? <laughs> My friend Rachel did an art project where she dressed up as like a fortune teller <laughs> and her fortunes were absolutely crap, but by accident. And one of them was, you will be hungry soon. <laughs> <laughs> and she was being deadly serious. 
Honestly, she should apply for a job at Chat It's Fate. <laughs> so when I was in like year four, I did a magazine, like my own little magazine, and I had uh, predictions and horoscopes in it. And it was like so weirdly specific. <laughs> and it was like, you will win £417,000 next week <laughs> at 3pm. <laughs> I actually remember this. Your teacher loved it. Yeah, everyone was laughing at me and I didn't know why. And my teacher thought it was really funny and he wanted it printed and distributed <laughs> it's like a five page magazine i put so much effort into it <laughs> i don't know why i even did houses for sale in the area and i just made it up <laughs> i did a whole uh, double page spread on why you should visit the turks and caicos islands <laughs> i've so, never been such an odd choice for like a 10 year old <laughs> I've never been. I just searched pictures on Google. I said, you can go and see some amazing fish. Honestly, the coral reefs will blow your mind. I was in like year four. I was even younger than ten. I was probably about seven. <laughs> Sounds Doing right. a tourist board information post about the Turks and Caicos. It's really weird. Island. It's really weird. Um, I really enjoyed that, actually, Emma. That was a bit different. How believable were those predictions? Well, if you want me to rate it on believability i reckon it is just believable (laughs) no it's not because none of it happened (laughs) like it's been proved to be unbelievable because it was in the past yeah no i like i did like it i'm giving you a nine oh yeah this one i just want to read the start of it because it gets dark really quickly and i don't want to (laughs) like laugh about that but the start is really good okay This is called Shine So Bright. The star people have always looked after me. The star people? (laughs) Just go with it. (laughs) I was about four years old when I first saw the star people. I was lying in my bed one night trying to get to sleep when I realised I wasn't alone. My bedroom was full of people. (laughs) (laughs) Not just one or two. They were very tall, around seven foot high, and incredibly beautiful with bright blue eyes and strong jaws. And they were bathed in a blue glow. Aliens! But this, actually, this isn't mentioned in this, but that actually is a species of alien. Yeah, this is, so me and Katie love this, and we know, well, we know all the major different it's alien the Nordic. species, which, if you don't believe in aliens, you're going to think we're absolutely <laughs> mental for even saying the different species of aliens. But it's... <laughs> I can't say or But it's true, it's true, because we don't know. But that does fit a description. Yeah, that fits existing law of alien races. <laughs> they don't call it existing law. <laughs> I meant law as in L-O-R-E, not L-A-W. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant the law of the aliens. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You've misunderstood somewhere along the way. This is officially documented. <laughs> Who are you? I asked them. They answered telepathically. We come from the other side of the universe. What planet do you come from? I asked. We don't come from one planet. We come from lots of planets, they told me. They're aliens, I thought to myself. But still I wasn't afraid. I couldn't possibly be afraid of these beautiful beings that radiated peace. Still aliens, though. (laughs) She's just fully accepted that. Yeah, if it's a different species that isn't human and isn't from this planet, then by definition it is alien, whether it's an alien. If I woke up and there was a massive group of seven-foot-tall beings in my Saying they're from all many different planets. (laughs) I'd be scared. 
I'd go, there's no way there could be an alien because I don't feel scared. I couldn't possibly be afraid of these beautiful beings that radiated peace. To me, they seemed more like angels than aliens. I felt protected and loved when they were around. And after that first visit, they visited me regularly. I don't know how I knew, but I got the sense that they'd done some kind of deal with me before I was even born, that I'd pass their messages on to the people of the earth. Weird. I got the impression that there were other people like me, people who could see the star people too. On one occasion, they asked me to look out the window, and there, standing in my garden, was Elvis Presley. (laughs) (laughs) Plaid twist. Excuse me. At least it looked like him with black hair, tanned skin and his famous white jumpsuit. He's with us. <laughs> See, she's not even confirming it as Elvis. She's confirming it as an Elvis. An Elvis like. impersonator. He's with us, the star people said to me. To this day... Sorry. <laughs> Celeb special. <laughs> to this day, I don't know if it was actually Elvis Presley or just another one of the star people. Um, that finishes yeah well there's more to it but I don't want to go into more of it okay so there's a lot to unpack there (laughs) so she's I think what she's seen (laughs) believe in aliens or not sounds like a genuine alien sighting especially if she has some weird sense that she a deal was made before her birth that sounds very dark and weird I don't reckon that I don't know. I'm, I don't think this is a legit alien sighting. Why? If it fits a current description, it does. That is a species. Like I mean, we both picked up on it when you read it out. Or both we both went well. That's we know what that is. However, why would Elvis Presley be in her garden? Like it discredits it. If she just left it at that, I don't know. I'm trying to rationalise that, and I can't. She said that the star people said he's with us. <laughs> That's the bit I don't get because I could say, oh, that's just a yeah. man dressed as Elvis who but... was in the front garden. And she hadn't ever seen clothes like that, so assumed but it was also, part of it. He, he's with us is such like an earth colloquialism. Like, you can't imagine like another st- a star being, being like, yeah, he's with us. It's not like saying we are aligned and you're like, oh, okay, they're together. This being follows our path. <laughs> <laughs> he's with us, last. We are friends. <laughs> he's my mate. Unbelievable. Yeah, no. yeah, you know it. <laughs> um, well, the first bit isn't that unbelievable. It's the yeah. second bit that discredits it. That's the thing. We love an alien story, and I when you first started, <laughs> I was going, "Where's the funny bit?" Because like, I'm I'm believing every word. I'm <laughs> so. But the last bit lets it down. So okay. I'd say seven <laughs> because of the Elvis. <laughs> Okay, so this is a celebrity past life, our fave. Lovely. Jenny Smed. So, are you ready? I'm always ready for Jenny. (laughs) Orlando Bloom has a phobia of pigs, which is no surprise, as he was once fed to them. (laughs) Does he? (laughs) In the 1950s, he was a young reporter who tried to get evidence against the gangster Samuel De Stefano. As a result, he was beaten and then tossed into a pig pen where his body was disposed of by the swines. Wow. Very concise of Jenny this time. In the 1950s as well. But how old is Orlando Bloom? Because wouldn't... <laughs> what? I thought he was like 40 odd. No, no. He's like, he's quite young, I think. He's no, like he's late not. Yeah, let me Google. <laughs> he's oh, just had a baby with Katy Perry. 
Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to be like... 43? I told you. Oh, no. <laughs> so, but what's your point? <laughs> I don't get what your point is. Oh, yeah, that's... He still has time, I think. <laughs> yeah, maths. Quick maths. Yeah, no. To name... To be so specific against the gangster Samuel De, De Stefano. An American um, loan shark. Okay, so do we not think it's a bit strange that it happened to be by a well-known gangster? <laughs> <laughs> he was called Mad Sam and he was an Italian American gangster. Well, he fed Orlando Bloom to the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Um, I give you a seven. Seven, that's a bit stinge. So that was our first celebrity special featuring Naboo and some <laughs> other A-listers. <laughs> Absolutely iconic. Well, the amount of times me and Katie use Google this episode has skyrocketed. So the Google searches for Stevie Ritchie has increased by 100% today. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel, Emma, knowing that your past life you had pebbles in your ears and milk buckets on your arms better than we could have planned i don't think it's true i'll be honest because i thought i was a tudor lady as i've made clear before so a milk lady is <laughs> is a bit of a surprise it's a bit of a bit of a u-turn decision by the <laughs> move, but <laughs> we roll with it we, we move you've got to come to terms with this new life that you didn't realize you had so thanks everyone for listening this has been week six of Unbelievable, which is crazy. We've got yeah. some social media that we've been trying to keep updated. So our Instagram is Unbelievable Podcast. Our Twitter is underscore Unbelievable. And our email is unbelievablepodcast at gmail.com. So if anyone's got any you know, their own predictions, we'd quite like to hear it. Any good stories, send them our way. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs>